that high enough? Hello, uh, 4630, uh, Stephen Marshall, James Yoxton, Series 2, Episode 3. That's amazing, isn't it? That's amazing, yeah, yeah. How are you? You eh? Uh Good, yeah. Can you smell that damp? I can smell damp, the, the, but it's damp everywhere at the moment. Yeah, but this is this is damp from old records damp. Right, okay. You know, when it's been in somebody else's loft. Oh, is that one of the new ones you got from someone's loft? Exactly. No, no, it's not. No, I didn't. No, no this has actually got a good record. The ones that I got. When I, I did a, a loft clearance yeah. and got... 300 records yeah. down from somebody's loft yeah. to really to help them yeah um because it turned out that some other record people had already been in and picked through it and it turned out that she had a son and a daughter who could also have helped okay. to get the records down yeah but the, none of them had helped get the records down so lucy and i went and got the records out of the loft for her okay. and then left them out the back here for people to take and have they taken them one person came from livingston Okay, and did they did they take any of the records? I think he took one record or two records. Oh, jings! So are they still outside? Uh, they're they're outside, but you know they're kind of wheelie bins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in the wheelie bins. A guy said, "Really, <laughs> really? Just for? <laughs> could you not take the cardboard out and at least recycle the cardboard?" Well, they're in the recycle. It's recycling bins. Oh right, okay. And what about the vinyl? I don't know what happens to that. So you haven't taken the vinyl out of the records? No. Well, they won't get the the guys at the recycling aren't gonna aren't gonna bother with it. They're what will they do? Gonna, they'll just put them in the in the bin. <sighs> They're not gonna. You should take them anyway. I can still do that. Yeah, you should do that, ma'am. You should do that. It was really the worst collection of records you've ever seen. Yeah, I can. I can. This is this is. I think not the best forty six thirty start. <laughs> but it's probably better than your gout story um, Did you have any complaints this week? No, no complaints at all You mean about gout? No, you're the uh, one with the gout No, I meant within any readers complain. No, actually, you know what went down really well Was the Indian track we played a couple of weeks ago Ah, yeah That was the one that went down the best And funnily enough, I, I obviously went straight onto Discogs to buy it And there's a copy A copy came up last night But it's in Australia, so I'm not going to buy it And how much was it? I think about twenty pounds. Oh yeah, it's not too expensive. No, but it's too far away. Okay, shall we play some music? What's that damp record you've got? Um, it's Motion. Do you think it's yeah? Motion. It's not meant to be read motionly. No, well, it's a, it's obviously a play on words, isn't it? Motion by Mot Lee Connets. Lee Connets. Okay, and who's Lee Connets? He's a jazz guy. Uh, it's from nineteen sixty-one. He was he was always known as Trouble, because. If he was around any of your gear, you had to be really careful that he didn't leak on it. Oh, I thought you were going to call him a bit of a leak on it. Um, he's it's Elvin Elvin Jones on drums and Sonny Dials on bass, and um, leak on it's blowing things. It's saxophone. Okay, let's hear it. I don't know if it's saxophone actually. Press the button. <laughs> Thank you. 
was good. I like that. Was it women? Is it finished? No. I've already. Ah. No. Okay. It's finished now. What was that? That was uh, that was me. That was J Wright presents. There's a new record that came out today. Uh, what the? What the? <laughs> what the? I need to pay attention to the internet. Yeah, no, you certainly do. That was uh, I've, I've done a, an album that's only available on Bandcamp and it's on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Five hundred vinyls. Uh, Five hundred vinyls. And three hundred of them are signed, and you can get it from Bandcamp. And it's kind of electric music like that. Though I have to say that's the only one that's got any kind of up tempo feel to it. The rest of it's. Uh, uh, a lot more chilled. The, is the other side the one that starts off really quiet yeah, and yeah. slow? Yeah, I really like it. Yeah, yeah no, I like it as well. Um, the, just, sorry, a slight digression. Um, have you ever seen the film Empire Records? No, I haven't. No. I wouldn't imagine you would. Cause but I did see the beginning of a film last night called Heist with a guy called Gene Hackman and uh-huh. And uh, but I, I had to go to bed because it was getting too late. Was it good? And I, I wasn't really enjoying it. Oh. And a combination of my fatigue and not really enjoying it. Yeah, then I went to bed. Yeah. What about your film? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know that's you know that story. You know how we're not very good at podcasting. No, that no, story we are, was, we are good at podcasting. That story was about you not watching a film. I, no, it wasn't really though. <laughs> um, well, that track you played, played the Lee, Lee Connitz thing. Yeah. I thought the drumming in that was extraordinary. Elvin Ray Jones. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really, really good. When? What year was that from? 61. 1961. Yeah, so that's the same period that he, uh, Elvin Jones is playing with um, John Coltrane. Yeah, yeah. But this is him playing with Lee Connitz, who's, you know, got a, a, a kind of decade of playing on Coltrane and is kind of more... Uh, not avant-garde and not as avant-garde as, as Coltrane was yeah, by, yeah. at that point yeah, I think yeah, it's really um, yeah very good no it's an amazing break I imagine on, that's been sampled a great many times it's on Verve Records um, and it was a Creed Taylor Creed Taylor production um, so the Empire Records yeah yeah is a f- fairly bad 90s um, uh, teen angst film okay you know like The Breakfast Club or or Rebel Without a Cause or you know like you know, teen angst films yeah yeah I know, I know what um, that means yeah and <laughs> in the, it's in set in a record shop okay and then in the, in the the first scene you see um, uh, a big neon sign saying vinyls okay so I think you're you're hip with the kind of 90s emo kids. I just, uh, if you heard a noise there, that my, I was just turning my phone off. What, by calling them vinyls? Yeah. Okay, I was only joking though when I called them vinyls. I know, but but actually people were calling them vinyls then. So anyway, these vinyls should arrive on November the 19th and we're signing them. I'm signing them, 300 of them. We? I, I know. <laughs> it's a very small thing. It's myself and, and... You and JY? No, Kate sends them out, which is good. And what's that noise? But women, does Kate sign them? No, no. That'd be funny if she did. Um, How many does Kate sign? No, she won't sign them. Uh, and I've sold it now, haven't I? I've, so- I've spoken about it, haven't I? Next week we'll play. <laughs> we'll play another. We'll play an exclusive track from the album. Yes. Which will thrill, thrill you. What have you been up to? Have you been busy? Um, cleaning kegs. How many ke- kegs did you clean today? I cleaned 32. 32 kegs. Mm. 
That's pretty good. It's pretty good, actually. It's yeah. pretty good, yeah, yeah. Well, considering it, it, it takes like an hour a keg yeah, yeah. to do 32. No. Yeah. You can't take an hour a keg and you did 32 today. Yeah, so I didn't do the full thing. No, 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 you didn't. What an idiot. <laughs> um, but Gene Hackman was good in some films. He was quite good in that Clint Eastwood one where uh, they, they all play cowboys. The Unforgiven. Oh, I haven't seen that. And he's quite good in, when he played a guy called Popeye in one of the films as well. In fact, he looks a bit like you. Yeah, he does. He's, um, what about The Conversation? What he's conversation? amazing in The Conversation. Which Conversation? It's a Francis Ford Coppola film. Oh, I haven't seen that. From about 1974. Or The French Connection. French Connection, of course. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And then Enemy of the State as well with Will Smith. I haven't seen that. That's brilliant. Is that Men in Black? No. It's brilliant, though. It's really yeah. worth seeing. It's a kind okay. of conspiracy one with them running away from getting caught. How do you do running? You know, I can watch folk run. I think it's probably just as well we're not, we don't do a film podcast because we're not <laughs> that good. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play the next song. And this, this, is, uh, this is our favourite. And he's got a new album, which you can pre-order as well. Who is it? Michael Hurley. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, brilliant. I recall when last I saw her The old street car was grinding down She hopped aboard and sat behind me As I turned that mule around In my ear I heard a whisper How her heart I had a hold I let her out At the next corner My Annabelle From Cedar Shows The price I paid I have two lovers Now I know I've gone too far And I feel So sad and At home, she was awake. She had a letter in her hand. She looked at me with eyes of fire, my lovely wife, Kylie. From our bed, I saw her swag just as soon. I lay down She picked up The silver dagger And she headed off the town Across our bed Have to love Now I know I've gone too far And I feel So sad and lonely 
band As I read I nearly fell They found a girl in the old county There was another in the chair Gentle rain slowly falling Trolley wheels were muddy red Thought I heard a voice calling Because of me, a girl's head The price I paid after love Now I know I've gone too far And I feel Sad and lonely Riding down the boulevard Riding down the boulevard Riding down When this old world starts getting beat down And people are just too much for me to face I climb way up to the top of the stairs And all my cares just drill right into space
That's Carol King, Stephen, isn't it? That was Carol King, yeah. And uh, what made you choose to play that song there? Um, well, I, I love Carol King. Yeah, yeah, I had nothing against that. And um, this uh, is the last song on the Writer album, which was the album that came before Tapestry. Okay, I don't, I don't really know her music. The only thing, I, the main thing I know about Carol King is uh, when I'm writing, like uh, I don't mean music, obviously. When I'm writing prose, uh, things like that, um, I listen to a lot of stuff on YouTube. So I'll put on Brian Eno or, you know, just some kind of ambient stuff. But they always, you know, they have the algorithm things. They yeah. always suggest that I watch a program, which is Carol King playing songs in front of Barack Obama. Really? The old president guy. Oh. And so I've I've watched bits of that from time to time. And of course, she can't sing quite as well as she can on that. But that's how I've heard most of her music, by watching that show when she's doing the Obama stuff, you know. Well, this this one was this is from 1970, and um, it ends with her jumping up on the roof, which is like an old. Um, that was the one we just heard. Yeah, and it's an old an old song from when she was in the Brill Building, that early 60s period. Oh right, okay, I didn't um, realize that. And I think that 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 song made her do Tapestry. It made her go back and consider some of her old songs. And so is Tapestry a compilation of her old songs then? No, no, new songs, but it had, it had some older stuff as well. But it was just, I guess, just because it's a reference point, because it's such a big selling. So Tapestry was her big... Uh, yeah, it's huge. Right, okay. That was her big album. Stephen's struggling to put the vinyls. The, the I'm just vi doing it beside the, the, the microphone, so it should be okay. Good. Well done. Yeah, maybe do that afterwards. <laughs> and is she still doing stuff now? What, 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 yeah, what? she still plays. Uh, oh, I know she still plays because that. You watch her videos. Blinking videos <laughs> with with Barack Obama, which is fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, Who did you play? Hurley. I played Harley. Michael Hurley, the great god Hurley. Turns eighty next month. Turns eighty next month, so he's a a little bit younger than my dad. Um, and I can't wait for that album. What's it called? The Land of the... Land of the Foxgloves. Land of the Foxgloves. And uh, somebody sent me a link to it. I think it was uh, a guy called Rob Cotter, who's a good friend of mine. And I tried to buy it from the Bandcamp thing, but the postage was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So then Rob... I tweeted about it, and then Rob said, Oh, don't do that now, man, because people are fascinated. Are they still waiting on me? Are they still thinking, wait, he can't still, he can't still be shuffling the record around? I can't get it in. I'm not going to put it in. Put it on the edge. There That's it. Well done. Anyway, so it's available from Norman Records, that Michael Hurley one. So I've pre-ordered my copy from Norman Records. I I think probably quite a few shops. I think Monorail will have it. I think a few shops will have it in, but maybe not yet. Okay. Well, anyway, that's what I've done. If you're interested or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got sent something the other day. I get sent quite a lot of stuff. And um, did you get the thing through the door the other day from uh, the estate agent? The local, there's a local estate agent. Oh yeah, with a lady on the front. Yeah, and she's printed her card up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she says, "I'm here to make you money" or something like that. Yeah, and I thought it was like very um, entrepreneurial. I thought it was very entrepreneurial as well. Yeah, but I, the thing that I get quite a lot is because I've got uh, I've got an old four by four 
and quite often I park it on the street. Did you get the little tickets? Yeah, get the little, little tickets there. Yeah, yeah. We want to buy your 4x4. Four four. Well, we've got two two cars outside the house that are scrap. Yeah, no, I've seen you them. You know, that should be on bricks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, they've always got tickets in them. Get rid of this car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they don't understand how valuable it is having it there so that people don't come and reverse into our garden. Oh, is that why it's there? All the people with their big cars, like their 4x4s, four yeah, yeah. they come up and they reverse and they just drive onto our plants. Oh, well, that's not good. So that's the car is there as a barrier. Right. I don't have a big 4x4. Four four. I've got yeah. a, an old, I've got a king of the road. Well, that's fine, but there's a lot of people with, you know... The, oh, too many. Know, the big. Oh, there's too many. I've already... Um, I, haven't, I haven't worked out what to do. I thought I might start an Instagram account about all the people that, you know, the co-op in Crail yeah, or yeah. at Crispin's. Yeah, yeah. The people that park on the pavement, you know, when they put the, they decide to put their bumper up yeah, over, yeah. yeah, rather than thinking maybe pedestrians are walking along there, small children and things that they might need to be able to use it. They're more concerned that their car might not get hit by someone careering through Crail. And um, and what do you think about the? They're talking about knocking down the lifeboat station in Anstruther for more parking. That would mean when you go and visit Anstruther, all there is is car park. Yeah. But I, there's nothing else to do in Astro, though. Well, there's chips and stuff, and at the moment there's the lifeboat station you can look at. Yeah, but if you went, to, if you go to Anstruther Harbour, it's just a field of car parks. Yeah. The the next thing is to, for them to do is to build on the beach. I I don't know if we should talk about this on the podcast, but do you do you have I have feelings about uh, how I would rank the East Newt villages. Okay. Yeah. And Anstruther comes lowest of my on my rankings. Okay, well, that's interesting. So w- what's highest? Uh, Creel. Yeah, I quite like Creel actually. I'm beginning to like it a bit more actually, the more time I spend there. But I like Celadike a lot. Yeah, Celadike's high. I prefer, I think St Monin's is my second highest. Oh, that's interesting. Just because I like the peacefulness down at the harbour there. Yeah, no, I get that. But then Celadike's very, very peaceful as well. Because yeah. most of the tourists, they do only go to Anstruther. Yeah. And then they don't, you know, oh, I'm not walking under No, yards. you don't want to go on Celadike now. You know. So, uh, I mean, Celadec's an amazing place to live. I yeah. think. I think, personally. And Pitt and Weem? Peem's a tricky one because it's so touristy now, isn't it? And it's beautiful, obviously. Yeah. But that bit along there is nice. When you go, if you, when you, when you go round the corner and along the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good, Pitt and Weem. I do like it. Who and knows? It, and then there's a nice curve... Yeah, if you if you cycle down or if you drive down that bit. Oh yeah, it's like a lady's back. <laughs> um, I got <laughs> I got sent some some uh, music. Um, I get sent quite a lot of music, and some of it's pretty good. Sometimes it surprises me how good things are. And but this what is, about the stuff that's not as good? Well, I don't play it on forty six thirty. That's really what happens. You know, that's really what happens. It just doesn't. The thing which really annoyed me today, I've been exhausted today, and, and the, I've got I got sent two questionnaires for people. And this is just people's websites, you know. And they say, oh, can you do an interview, interview with us? Yeah. Can we do an interview with mm. you? And you're like, okay, cool, do an interview. That's fine. Thank you very much. I'm in, I'm, I'm, thank you very much for showing some attention in my music. And then it's just like, list your five favorite records. What's mm. your favorite book? What's your favourite mountain? All that stuff. Just complete crud that I've answered a thousand times before. And it's great that people want to still want to ask. But really, it's just filler for their website. Yeah. They've put no thought into it whatsoever. What's your favourite colour? Oh, yeah. 
I like it when um, kids, you know, kids, there's a phase that they go through where they, their, their main question is, what's your favourite colour? What's your favourite colour? And that is the most important thing to them. But, but, but what's your favourite colour? I think it's probably that colour there. Oh. Our um, eldest, Isabella, when uh, she was about two, and um, she, her, she used to always say her favourite colour was pink. Okay. And, and, and um, we were talking about a motto. Uh, and it said, what, what would your motto be? And she said, oh, pink. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Don't you think? As a motto, yeah. Yeah, yeah, pink. It. Yeah, I can live with that. Uh, anyway, I got sent this one. <laughs> yeah, it really sends as I'm talking it up now. And it's a, it's by a guy called Constant Follower. Have you heard of him? Do you work for him? Are you his PR agency? No, I've ever played him before. No, I don't think so. I don't know, actually. <laughs> anyway, he sent me a record, and um, he's going to be listening now, though. Ah, he'll be listening because I'll tag him. He's amazing, um, and it reminds me of. It sounds like Scottish indie rock music, but in a good way. Well, I mean, you're known for your love of Scottish indie rock music. Well, maybe I shouldn't have said rock. <laughs> Scottish indie kind of alt indie <laughs> stuff. It, it sounds to me like uh, Arab Strap, um, Malcolm Middleton, that sort of stuff. You know, yeah. a wee bit kind of frightened rabbity. I, you know, I say these bands and I've barely listened to them, but that's kind of what it's. It's good to me. I enjoyed it. So this is a track called. Is it like Miracle Head? It's it's not as good as Miracle Head. <laughs> <laughs> God, those were funny days. Thirty years ago now, man. That was thirty years ago. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's um, hear. Let's hear. The, so this track is called uh, "The Merry Dancers on TV." <laughs> Engagement of you 
This is my country The impressions. Oh, was that the impressions? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't sure if it was them or someone just trying to sound like Ah, that. yes! Oh. And that's how you finish a podcast. Yeah. Um, what are you up to then, Stephen? This next week, got any plans? Oh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks for listening, folks. Um, <laughs> tune in next week for more, more, more such fascinating wit I mean, we've been on top form tonight. Yes. Thanks very much. Night-night. It's at the end. That's the end. Okay. Bye, everyone.